amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Welcome to 2004, a podcast odyssey slash film club. Today we're doing Chimes of Midnight, 1966, directed by Orson Welles, starring Orson Welles as Orson Welles. Essentially. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. essentially an alter ego, yeah. sort of. Kind of, yeah. The Shakespearean character of John Falstaff, who appeared in multiple... Was uh, it Jack? It was Jack and John, wasn't it? Why do motherfuckers have so many names back then? He was, he was Jack, <clears throat> Jack and my John off. Is John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt? John Jacob Jimmerheimer Falstaff. Yes. Yeah. Okay. People did Let's not get up on a bad... Let's not get up on yeah. a bad foot. This uh, character that reappeared in a couple of Shakespeare plays, and that's why this movie is sort yeah. of like a, a mixture of various um, Shakespeare historical plays. It's like a Shakespeare mixtape, in a way. No. It's kind of like... Say the chopped and screwed <clears throat> thing works better. This is like this a... Oh, okay. Then, this is like a remix album of Shakespeare's original content. I guess, yeah, that yeah, works. You know. Yeah. This is the, the B side on the deluxe edition. You get this story. Um The play this was the film version after two unsuccessful attempts at doing what he did with this movie on stage. Oh, okay. He was and this is just to my own ignorance of Orson Welles, was he a, a did he also do theater? He did theater before he did uh, movies. Okay, was he successful? He came from theater? the theater, yes. Okay. He was a theater guy and a radio guy, uh, yeah. and then he did movies. And he was, turns out he was quite good at all three. <clears throat> but you know, theater fades. Yeah. Unless it's filmed, but. Yeah. But they I weren't filming him, so. <clears throat> Which it makes. So now sense. we consider him one of the great directors of all yeah. time. Yeah. Um, in radio, no one listens to radio, so one really gives a shit. I mean, we know about some of the things he did on radio. Yeah. Like the War of the Worlds thing. Wasn't that H.G. Wells? No, that was him, nigga. H.G. Wells is the the guy who wrote the story. That but War Orson Welles read it. Yes. Okay. That always fucked me up. Yeah. No. Um, he, he wrote War of the Worlds. He wrote War of the Worlds in like 1890, nigga. Oh, okay, okay. And then Orson Welles in like the late thirties, early forties. Yeah. Like read the story on the radio. Okay. And he was like, What? Is that actually happening? Yeah. I don't read. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you hear about the UFOs in Philly? Are you talking about people from Philly? <laughs> you know, right. Those aliens. Yeah. Those illegal Mexicans <laughs> that Philly is filled with. That's actually just, I'm just a really racist guy, <laughs> and I just think I just think that Philly's just overwhelmed with immigrants. You ever been to Philly? No, no. Bro, I would I, love a Philly cheesesteak. That's why I call the women in Philly. <laughs> when I fill them with my cheese in the state, that's why I call them. 
Bruh, um, I was actually posed. Actually, I come cheese instead. It's disgusting. Cheese and steak? Yeah, it stinks when I, when I fuck. It stinks when I fuck. Ugh. Ugh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> these are meat bits. These are meat bits coming out of <laughs> Are these rehydrated bacon bits? What the fuck? Is that cheese? That's not cum. It's cheese. I do appreciate that you did the fingers. Yeah. <laughs> you did realistic fingers yeah. for that uh, reenactment. Um, so, am I pregnant? Can I be pregnant with this? It's it, it might die inside of you. You might have a cheese steak baby that might die inside of you. It, it's not it's not stable enough. Uh, it's made of cheese and steak. Brett, well, here's the thing. Kill me. It actually comes out. It's like kill me. It's like. Because you don't come bread, your lovers don't have to worry about yeast infections. Yeah. Um, but I was actually... You have to worry you... about that with the bread fucker. <clears throat> the guy who does come bread. <laughs> Those French creep dudes that are into fucking you with six no, people No, no, it's just like one guy. Oh. I'm the guy that comes cheese and steak. And there's a guy that comes bread. He's not French. <laughs> He's just an American guy from Ohio. <laughs> Migrated to Philly, you know, for yeah. the steel industry. And some, it's it's different bread every time too. You have mm. no idea what kind of bread is going to uh. come to you. It's kind of it's just like a game when they like to play some. <laughs> uh, did you have you ever heard of Philly cheesesteaks with mayonnaise? That's a thing. <clears throat> Man, you've gone too far. Philly cheesesteaks in Philly are typically American cheese. <clears throat> no, they're not. They are actually. They're cheese whiz. Oh yeah, that's it. They're cheese whiz or they're provolone. Yeah, but that is. There's like, a heated debate against them, or uh, between them. Yeah. Also, anybody out there doing vegan Philly cheesesteaks yet? Don't do them. I don't want Bobby. Hit to your have, boy up. I don't please. want Bobby to have joy. So. <laughs> no, like, dog, I had meat. I had a meatball sub for the first time in a long time last night. Shit was good. Vegan. No, it was well. It wasn't vegan, but it was it was vegetarian. We used real cheese and real right. bread. Where'd you go? Oh, we made them. Oh, you made them? Yeah, we made them. We what were them? Where'd you buy the like? Just at the store. Vegetarian meatballs? Yeah, they're a thing. Uh, They've been a thing. That was actually one of the first vegetarian things I ever ate. Like fake meats I ever ate was vegetarian uh, meatball subs. Mm. Um. I don't remember the brand or anything. This was before, like, Impossible and everything. This was back... I was an early vegetarian. This was... This has been the early years of vegetarianism? <clears throat> yeah. It was, like... When you were innovating 15. on the vegetarian... I was, like, 15 or Front. So. Front. Front, yeah. Speaking of fronts, there's a war in this film. Yeah. There's a war going on outside. You want to explain this, the plot of this film? <laughs> no man is safe from... Um, so... It, it's not a convoluted plot. No. You break it down after. No, it's pretty fact. simple, really. <clears throat> but what's confusing for it, at There's least a for couple me, of names. The people, the people uh, share like names. Three people with yeah. A couple of Harrys. There's a couple of Henrys. Harrys and Henrys. Yeah. Well, no, there's three. And there's the Henderson family. <laughs> there's Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, oh, I yeah. see. Yeah. Um, but no. So ultimately, it's about. Um, it's realistically, it's about Prince Hal, Prince Henry. Realistically, um, ultimately, what? and realistically. Ultimately and realistically, truthfully, it's about uh, it's Hal. A, it's about Hal, and it's about Falstaff. <clears throat> yeah, it's about Hal. It's and about Falstaff's them too and their relationship. relationship mainly. Yeah, 
Um, but ultimately, Hal is heir to the throne, a yes. throne that was just taken by his father, Henry. <clears throat> yes. Who took it from Richard the Third? Yes. In a previous Shakespeare play that's not covered in this film. In the prequel to this film. Yeah. That Orson Welles never got around to making. Yeah, but there's a great Ian McKellen film from the '90s adaptation of Richard the Second. Is that Richard the Third? Fuck, I might have be fucked it yeah, up. Yeah, dude. You know, my the Bruh. historicals, the historical Shakespeare plays are not my expertise. I'll be honest with you, the historical Shakespeare shit always fucks me up because, like, it's hard for me to understand both the historical context and the context within Shakespeare's plays. Yeah, because it like, is like fictionalized, <clears throat> and it was made for actual royals that he was just trying to like please. impress. Yeah, like. Now, I know the story you want me to tell, and I'm gonna tell it because I'm an entertainer. Yeah. yeah, and I'm I'm trying to get paid and live. Yeah, and fuck Anne Hathaway, who's looking great these days, even in her forties. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a thing on Twitter last night where people were like, "Yeah, I saw Anne Hathaway at at Cannes, and she looks good for her age, and she's like 38. Yeah, in rich. Yeah, and y'all expect uh, her? To, what y'all expect her to look like a crow? Yeah. A crone? She's over. Yeah, yeah. She's just an a woman. Also, you know all. You know all curly-headed women age beautifully. She's not curly-headed. She is. Princess Diaries, dog. You remember her in Princess Diaries? Before, before she's the princess. I don't. Naturally, I don't think she's naturally like that. I've never been for the movie. Nah, she's naturally like that. Now I'm looking it up. She treats her hair. That's why she has cancer. Man, shut up, man. <laughs> Look this up. Wait, who had cancer we were talking about earlier? I don't know who the fuck. We were talking about somebody who had cancer. But anyway, uh, so how how being a 20-something-year-old fuckboy is hanging out with, you know, just scum of the earth. It's hanging out with with, <clears throat> with thieves and, and sex workers. Yeah. With only fans. <laughs> Sorry. With, uh... We don't use the word whores in this house. <laughs> With only fans that come visit. There are no whores in this house. There are sex workers. <laughs> and women with only fans. Women of only fan persuasion is what we call sex workers in the Um Bro, what what is the is brothel a derogatory term? It's a place for a, pl- a place where <clears throat> prostitutes work. And where everybody knows your name, yeah. Yeah. That's what Cheers is about. Yeah. Bro, that'd be a good brothel. Cheers is... A Cheers-themed brothel? We were talking about watching the film because this movie takes place at the Boar's Head Tavern, a lot of the film. Oh, okay. That's where that's Falstaff and Prince Hal's hang out for the yeah. majority of the film. <clears throat> uh, a tavern. Most of the film is up there. And a brothel. Yeah. One and the same back in those days, yeah. I guess. Maybe. Like how in Westerns you would see it. Yeah. Um, which... It wasn't necessarily always the case in the western towns in the actual Old West. Yeah. But it did happen. Yeah. No, I mean, why not? Before they were supposedly civilized. Yeah. Better coats. I'm doing... Yeah, for me, so don't chastise your So you don't fucking be the most annoying, pedantic person about the phrasing. (laughs) Well, I needed the context. Um... We've already had a lot of these conversations. A lot of, like a lot of this podcast, just reiterate a conversation we had over the course of the day. What else are we supposed to do? Yeah. You know. We can't save all our conversation for you, all right? We're actual friends in real life. We're not like a, them comedy duos that don't speak to 
Yeah, which is difficult. Or the is that like musicians that don't speak to each other. Like, that's weird to me. Like, you gotta have an ebb and a flow, right? Yeah, you gotta have a hustle and flow. <laughs> you, gotta <laughs> you, have, you gotta have a, a Tia and Tamara Coleman. What? I have no clue. I really... I, I said hustle and flow like the movie Hustle and Flow. Yeah, I know. I said Tia and Tamara. Coleman? Yeah, I don't have a clue why. I said... It, it, their last name is Maury. Really? Yeah. Coleman? Where'd you get Coleman from? Are you thinking of Gary Coleman? Tia and Tamara Coleman? They're not related to him. <laughs> and their last name is not Coleman, it's Maury. Where, where, where I don't know. From? I don't know. Where did that come from? To, we, there's no... I don't think that there's a... Yeah, it's Maury. Yeah, no, I know. You're right. As soon as you said it, I knew you were right. You might be saying it wrong, but I don't know how to say it right Yeah, either. I don't know. Maui. It's one of those. <laughs> it's one of those words. But, uh... Uh, you never born in Germany? That's weird. They look like they, like, are weird. They look like they're weird? They look like they they're They're mixed race. race. They're yeah. mixed race, if that's what you mean. <laughs> is that what you mean by they looked weird? Is that what you mean by they looked weird? No, they, they look like they have some weird background. By, you yeah, know what I'm saying? You mean mixed race? <laughs> yeah. Yo, are they Zazzy Beats. You know, it's, it's a Zazzy Beats situation. It is? No. She got mom, their mom's Irish. And she's, her, her, her mother, her white mother is probably German. Oh. I believe she was like raised in Germany as a kid. Oh, okay. There are a lot of black people in Germany. Yeah, there are. There are black people in Germany. Like after, after I watched them. I watched a movie not too long ago called uh, uh, Fat <clears throat> Mephisto, which is about an actor who like like sells the soul, and that he continues acting once like he's an actor in like uh, Weimar Republic Germany. Uh-huh. Then the Nazis take over, and instead of fleeing or fleeing underground like a lot of his other actor friends, he decides. Yeah, but I can also still make money. Like the Nazis like me, <laughs> but at the same time, his girlfriend is a black German woman, uh-huh. and he he's like, oh, "Well, you can still, you just gotta hide. You can stick this to me, my girl. You just gotta hide." And it's like, come on, man. Then what? What the fuck is, is wrong? That with based me? off a real person? No, it's, oh, it's a, okay, okay. It's a metaphor. But it's like a, it's a made up story. But yeah, it's a good movie. You're but it's like sell a soul. It's coming. He plays Mephisto. It's the story of. It's like a weird, sort of like Faust, but not directly Faust. What do you mean? You know the story of Faust, right? No, I don't. It's the story of a dude that sells a soul to the devil for fame and riches. <clears throat> oh, I was thinking of. It's an old German like. Oh. Okay. Story. Okay. I was thinking of like the the blues musician that sold a soul. No. That's who I relate that story to. No. Anytime uh, they sell their soul, it's about there's a dude named Faust, guitar, and Mephisto is the devil in the story mm-hmm. who convinced him to sell a story and sell a soul. And also, it's like the role that makes him really famous on stage. He repeatedly uh, plays okay. Mephisto on stage. Okay. Yeah. You saying it's a metaphor just sounded like a lit cigarette to me. What? Like you know, you remember in uh, that John that John Green novel that got turned into a movie. I'm the red. It's a metaphor. It's yeah. a, they like in the in the movie. There's a fucking cigarette, and she's like, "It's a metaphor. Oh, I'm yeah. not smoking it. It's a metaphor." Yeah, that fucking stupid shit. Yeah, I was, it was you were the way you were explaining to me, and then saying it's a metaphor 
was just like that lit cigarette yeah. metaphor. It made no sense. John Green's uh, coming of age romances. <clears throat> yeah. Don't do anything for me. Yeah, and they don't do anything for me either uh, anymore. All right. Before we get actually to the movie, let's talk about one more diverse topic. Yeah. Because it's just been on my mind. John Mulaney last night did a show in Ohio. He had, uh, as a special guest appearance, uh, a man who I think is more like an idol, that he's on the level enough that he can actually get him to do it now. Yeah. And that's the real reason he did it. Not because he's like secretly agrees with him or because he's like, he uh, wants to hurt people or whatever. He's not he just know, didn't, meeting Dave Chappelle at a DC pizza joint. Yeah. You know, and disguising themselves as animatronics while they eat children. What is this bit? I've been watching the QAnon documentary. And they talk about Pizzagate. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, anyways. He invited Dave Chappelle out. Dave Chappelle who did who then proceeded to do transphobic material. Terrible, <clears throat> terrible showing. Do Very th- disappointing, and I understand any trans person is like, fuck John Mulaney for doing that. Yeah. Do I think he's a transphobe? No. Do I think there is any other reason for this other than this is my idol and I want them to be <clears throat> in my show? No. Uh, people have... I think if you put so much on this white heterosexual 40-year-old comedian that you expected him to be live up to your idea of moral morality at all times. Like, well, he's a cheater. What'd you expect? Like, people started making yeah. decisions that... Why does he keep on making decisions that are going to destroy his career? Mm, None they? of the decisions that he's made are going to destroy his career. I mean, you're still talking to him. Or you're still talking about him after he cheated on his wife. Yeah. Like, the cheating yeah. on your wife is not going to destroy his career. It's not hasn't destroyed so many other Hollywood yeah. men's careers. What are you talking exactly. about? People cheat all the time. It doesn't yeah. destroy careers. People have fake marriages in Hollywood. Unless you're talking about, like, a politician. Even like, then, if you cheat on your wife that had cancer, you're probably not going to be president ever. Yeah. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Like that one, remember that dude, Republican dude that did yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Like, but also, it's like he's getting a headliner, not the jokes the headliner has to perform, too. From his point of view, too. Like, you got you get a, headline, a headliner like that, it makes good about your show. I don't know what you're saying right now. 
it, I literally cannot decipher the sentence you're saying right now. <laughs> Rephrase that shit. <laughs> okay, so like, if you have a headliner as big as Dave Chappelle at your show, you know people are wanna, are gonna want to go see him. Go no, see you. he's the he, headliner. It's his show. It was John Mulaney's show. He brought out Dave Chappelle as a surprise. Okay. So, okay, so maybe we didn't even know Chappelle was good. People didn't know Chappelle was No, good. they didn't okay, expect yeah. it. That's what... He wasn't billed. No. Okay, so... It was a surprise. Because, like, I can imagine... Because, like, uh... Didn't Definitely, I don't imagine the trans people that went to the show and that I... this Who tweeted about it in the first place yeah. wouldn't have gone if they knew Chappelle was going to yeah. be there. Oh. It and was I think a complete surprise. It would have been a more to do. There would have been... More, more of, of a to-do. More of a to-do is what I'm trying to get out. You're right. <clears throat> um, well, like, Patton, Patton Oswalt, then he did, like, did a show where they were both on the bill, right? Yeah, there's plenty of comedians that <clears throat> yeah. people, like, uh, look up to as, like, good people yeah. and as, as comedians they like. But then they're like, what, you're friends with the bad people? Like, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. They're comedians. You're not their friends. And yeah. they're not... <laughs> They, they've probably known these people for years. Yeah. Like, niggas would be surprised when they learn that during the pandemic, not too long ago, a bunch, there was like, Ch- Chappelle had a show back before Chappelle went full ham about the trans stuff. Yeah. And made himself and get himself, like, <clears throat> yeah. Hated as well. Uh, he had a show and he had Louie on it. Yeah. He had Louie in, uh, a couple other people on it. I can't remember on yeah. every comedian on it. But I remember the big one for me was like Sarah Silverman was on it. Mm-hmm. People were like, what? Sarah Silverman did it? And it's like Sarah Silverman who was friends with Louis before he got canceled defended yeah. him when he got canceled. <clears throat> and also, yeah, of course she's still his friend. I know. Yeah. I mean, I mean she's known him for years. That's the thing. Like, people, there's a couple things to talk about. Like, people are multifaceted. Yeah, and these people, they've also there known these people, people for years. Yeah, yeah, there are layers to people. You can be a piece of shit yeah and still be somebody's friend yeah it's all about the context in which you're a piece of shit in which you know these people yeah yeah as well I mean so it's <clears throat> I'm not at all we are, we are and I am not but Bobby I know this is with Bobby's rant but <laughs> I am not at all defending the, even the idea to think it was okay to bring Chappelle out yeah, it's kind of a dumb play. That was very stupid. It's very stupid. Very stupid. I mean, why? Why yeah. would you give him a cosign like that? Yeah. Even at a show? Yeah. <clears throat> where there's no... Phones, As a person that, like... You think motherfuckers aren't gonna... Like, the first thing they do is... not not gonna tweet about it yeah. once they get their phone back? Immediately? Exactly. And, uh... I... As a person that looked up to Dave Chappelle growing up, mm-hmm. that thinks he is an incredibly talented stand-up comedian... Yeah. And same for John Mulaney. This is very disappointing news. Yeah. I, my mother, John, what's his name? Dave Chappelle was in town, in the town in which I live, not too long ago. Well, yeah. not in which I live, next to the town I live. Yeah. But you know, the big city next to the town. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and my mother went to that show, and she invited me to go. And I said no, because I couldn't morally, you know. Yeah. I had no idea. I have no idea what Dave Chappelle's act. I didn't watch the special. Yeah. That it was supposedly just nothing but anti-trans material. I still haven't watched it. You shouldn't. I have no interest in watching that. I don't think you should. If you've heard all this about it. Yeah. 
you shouldn't at least don't watch it on Netflix. Yeah. Watch it pirated somewhere else. Yeah. So he doesn't get paid. Yeah. If you're curious about it, watch it on a site that does not pay Dave Chappelle. And I can't and I have no I have no idea that that's his act now. Yeah. His act is nothing but that. Which is but kind of that, you know, not not to his defense by any means. <clears throat> he doubled down on it, and it's kind of funny conceptually. Like he's now he's the transphobe dude. Yeah, it's, that's, actually, that's not really funny considering how it, terrible it, it is, is to be trans it in is. this country. There's actually nothing even conceptually funny about it, considering that it's just a bigotry that he's dedicated himself to, and that's yeah. actually massively disappointing. It's sadder. It's more sad than it is funny. Yeah. Yeah. You got a point. <laughs> you know, uh, and... We didn't need to turn Dave Chappelle being a transphobe into a... <laughs> like... Like, uh, <laughs> I see the urge, but I don't... Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. it's just... It's really just sad. Yeah. It's sad. And that he's, he's wasting his talent on, yeah. the, on this weird hate that he has. Yeah. It's it's terrible, and I... I don't know what to say. I really don't. It's terrible in this country. Um, but back to Chimes of Midnight. <laughs> um, this film shot in Spain yeah. on a low budget with terrible sound. Both. It's weird. Both Do during. You, go ahead. Go ahead. When they were shooting it, and then when they had to dub it afterwards. Yeah. Which apparently a lot of a lot of people's voices were just over were just like. Oh, dude! I was watching Lips. It was terrible. With a lot of. Uh, <clears throat> that doesn't really matter. Yeah. It's uh, I mean, for a film from the '60s, you gotta give it a pass. Yeah, shot Ford. He had to shoot a lot of his shit for him. Hollywood pretty much rejected him after a couple of. Oh okay. I was after, gonna ask after why. he refused to work with within them. He was a very combative guy. He I, made good movies, but he was just super combative with the studios, and he didn't want to deal with it. I because uh, I was gonna ask why I was shot in Spain. So he was just like all the production companies. All the studios were just like, nah, yeah, we don't need this. He's a fucking headache. Yeah. And so, yeah, by the 60s, he was shooting for him a lot. Um, but I guess, like, Spain, uh, if you think about it, can easily look like, you know... Um, England and the Middle East. Yeah, in the Middle East people. Um, you just need fields, really. Um, the film was famous for its six-minute uh, Battle of Shrewsbury yeah. se- sequence. Which, which, which was great, honestly. Yeah. It was visually pleasing. Yeah. Um, he did all the camera tricks. Yeah. The slowdowns, the speed ups. For sure. Look like a silent movie. Yeah. Charlie Chaplin appears, a little tramp appears out of nowhere, does a little ballet dance. <laughs> so does, uh, oh, Mr. Keaton shows up. <laughs> um, but I I really did enjoy that sequence. I didn't. Uh, Patty Arbuckle appears. Yeah. Rapes oh. a soldier <laughs> to death. <laughs> In the mic. I was thinking about Fatty Arbuckle earlier. Yeah. Just because of how massive George Orwell is. Orson Welles is. Yeah, I know. I know. And as soon as it came out of my lips, I was like, that's the wrong They sound similar. Did you say that? That was that that was not a bit. That was not a bit. That came out of my mouth. Oh, genuinely. Oh, yeah. I knew it was wrong. Yeah. Orson Welles, George Orwell. George Orwell? Yeah. George Orwell? Yeah. Judge Oral. From Oral? It's my new Judge Dread porno fanfic. Jo- George Oral. Judge Oral. Judge Dread Moral Oral f- slash fic. <laughs> it's like a crossover fl- slash fic. No, it's a. Judge Dread and Oral from Judge Dread and Judge sex. Judy having sex. 
while the uh, uh, the judge dread is cucking uh, the black the like light skinned black judge. You know who I'm talking about on TV? The fuck are you doing? What is this bit? This is a uh, f- fucking uh, fever dream while you're homesick during daytime television. I think my riff is funnier. Yeah, <laughs> you're probably going my way. You I'm should. gonna go my own way. My in, my comic instincts are better than Bobby's, <laughs> and I trust my instincts. Jesus Christ, Bobby! So, so Bobby's flounder all the time. <laughs> so, um, we first see. Are we just gonna? Is that a new one? cut? The one of your yeah, the one elbow. That, that's from say yesterday. No, 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 that one's from last week. Yeah, yeah. You saw me with this. right? Why you hurt yourself all the time, Bruh, I fell skateboarding. Oh yeah, because I'm a man child. Um, 27. Yeah. Still skateboard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hopefully, I don't die this One year. One day you're going to have to put a wave challenge to <laughs> No, I don't think so. Just continue to be a, a giant man child. Yeah. Just You just you change who you are as a person, but you still do the things that bring you joy. Yeah. Even if they're childish. Yeah. Um, so are we gonna go through the plot of this? Like, should I talk about the pilgrim scene, or should we jump a little ahead? Oh yeah, the scene where John Wayne appears and just says pilgrim. Yeah, <laughs> that scene where Colin Mockery, or was it who is it? Ryan Styles or Colin Mockery? Who does? No, oh, it's, it's it's Ryan, Ryan Styles. Styles. Yeah. yeah, it's Ryan, Ryan Styles. Ryan Styles comes out and just he just completely says Wait, tall. Oh, was pilgrim. Ryan By the way, the the pilgrim thing is one scene in Who Shot Liberty Valance, a late, an early sixties. Yeah, like. John Wayne Western. Mm-hmm. It's a great film, by the way. Okay. But it, he says it for like a couple scenes in that movie. <laughs> it's one movie that he says it in. It wasn't a pattern. He didn't say this in other films. What's great about it is like it shows. Because uh, where did you get the bit? Did you get it from Who's Line? Yes. You Ryan Styles did it on <clears throat> Who's Line. See, I didn't get it from Who's Line. And you got it from Family Guy? I got it from Family Guy. Which is referencing Ryan Styles saying. On Who's Line. Yeah. And it's like... (laughs) That's cultural osmosis. Okay. The the various levels. (laughs) Yeah. um, I didn't know there was actually a term for that. It's it's a term I took from TV Tropes. Okay. It's it's TV Tropes. Yeah. They're useful terms. Oh, dude, for sure. But people hate that side. Why? Because some people do... Like the way they they critically va- evaluate things comes from TV tropes, and I just I just I use the terms. Yeah, that's but all I don't think I've ever done with TV all, tropes. I think it's useful for that. I don't think it's really, and its editorial tone can be slightly annoying, but it's like, it's whatever. It's I not just, like it's a review site, really. Yeah, I never really thought of it as a review site. Yeah, I thought it was just a. It's a website site. talking about tropes from television. And, and TV film. tropes evolved from like a. A site that was just like, trying to notice the traits and Joss Whedon's writing on Buffy. Oh, really? It's really where it comes from. Oh, okay. It used to be just a I Buffy thought, site. I thought it was more anime based. No, it was Buffy. Okay. And then it evolved from there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which makes sense. A lot of a lot of internet fan culture and internet nerd culture comes from Buffy. Yeah. Buffy was like the, it was the like original. The, it was like the first internet. These, these niggas that the internet got obsessed with. <clears throat> yeah. And so Josh Whedon is responsible for both the downfall of his career and uh, the reason why nerd culture sucks so much. <laughs> Where's your phone? Where's it's your... right here. Next damn, time. I felt that all the way over here. God damn. Yeah, my phone's powerful. <clears throat> <laughs> I, like I think I'm sitting on it right now. 
find your phone like a Sibian? You don't, you don't sit on your phone? Do you ever put your phone on top of the, uh, the dryer or the washing machine with <laughs> You ever sit on your phone so it falls asleep? You ever put a brick in with, with your wet clothes in the dryer and just sit on the dryer? You know, that's how you ever put a You ever put your phone, or put a Sibian on top of your phone, on top of the dryer, <laughs> in your car, all of that inside their car? You ever put a P at the bottom of, like, underneath your mattress, and stack another mattress, you ever put another mattress on top of it? You ever put a, a, tur- a duck inside of a turkey? <laughs> you ever had a turducken? You ever put a P inside a duck, inside a turkey? Put a bunch of mattresses on it. Put a Sibian on top of the mattress. Put your phone on top of that. Put a washer and dryer on top of those. And sit on that. Jesus Christ. Put that in your seat and sit on it. <laughs> um, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, cultural osmosis is great for Family Guy. That's always a, one of my favorite things. Like, I learned so much cultural shit from Family Guy. Yeah. Like, it's so stupid. And there's, gym, like, that's our I learned. I learned a lot, a lot of Shakespeare stuff from, like, The Simpsons and shit. Really? Yeah, before I got actually into Shakespeare. It I was, didn't. It was, like, The Simpsons referencing and doing uh, Treehouse of Horrors or whatever. Oh, uh, okay. I, I never... There were only a few years where I even followed The Simpsons. Yeah. Um, I've gone through periods <clears> of... Uh, nerdy obsession with The Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's a good show. You can't. And it's original form. You can't knock The Simpsons. Well, you can now. You, you can. It's sold out completely and utterly, but. Well, yeah, but like you can't. I mean, it's not like it wasn't ever sold out, but it was funny at least. It yeah, had entertainment it, it, value as a show. Yeah. Because even in its earlier years, it was doing like. Uh, uh, what's my favorite candy? Reese's Cups? No, it's not Reese's Cups, actually. Jo- jelly beans? No. Uh, <laughs> gummy bears? Chocolate bar. Chocolate bar. What? Butterfinger. Butterfinger? They were doing Butterfinger commercials. Oh, yeah. In its earliest years. Yeah, how do you think they... Its best years were do- when it was doing Butter... The best Simpsons thing? The Butterfinger commercials. <laughs> not full episodes, just the commercials. Yo, for real though, those Butterfinger BBs were the shit back in the day. Yeah. You remember those shits? The butterfinger what? BBs? Or B- like BBs, like a like a BB gun? Like a BB. They were selling BB guns? No, they were selling butterfinger BBs. They were tiny spherical butterfingers. Okay. That came in a box. Could you shoot them at people? Could you put them in a BB gun and shoot people? No, they weren't. They were too big. You ever do... You would need like a... You ever, you ever did Simpsons butterfinger laser tag? <laughs> Um, for real though, those butterfinger shits were the type though. Were the type. <laughs> those butter thing. <sighs> those butterfinger shits were tight though. Um, they were good shit, man. They're my type though. <laughs> you know, I'm into the. I'm into I, the. When you eat a butterfinger and it goes right through you. <laughs> you ever, when you have a butterfinger shit, that's my type though. <laughs> I like my girls like I like my butterfinger. Full of toffee giving me straight vertical. Giving me diarrhea. <laughs> you know, if you... Butterfingers fuck my teeth up, but I love them. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. they hurt. That's <laughs> why the BBs were so good. Oh, they're so painful, but so delicious. <laughs> um, 
And those, uh, did you ever have, like, the crunch clusters? No. What it was, like, a crunch bar, but they were, like, um, little clusters. Is that what your doctor told you about yesterday? Crunch clusters? Here's a delicious part of your body that we observed <laughs> in your x-ray. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, next week, we're going to need you to come in. We're going to cut you open. <laughs> we're going to eat what's inside. Uh, <laughs> bring skim milk next time, not, not full fat. <clears throat> You're too busy being delicious. Why is that? Why is that drawn together a bit? Uh, you know, there's a character on Drawn Together. He's like a, a chocolate bar judge, and his catchphrase is "I'm too busy being delicious." That's it. That's his <laughs> only. Bit. It still makes me laugh. That's lovely. Um, yeah, that does remind me of Atlanta. They're eating hands. Oh yeah, <laughs> Bobby watched all of Atlanta, and he kept on talking to me about it. Yeah. Like, I'm supposed to be impressed. Like, wow, Bobby, you truly understand what it's like to be black now. Because you watched the full season of Atlanta. I watched all of Atlanta, first off. Yeah. Now I know how it feels to be a nerdy black teen. Okay. <laughs> and it's a fun show. It it's is. It's a good show. <clears throat> yeah. But it, my favorite season, my favorite television of the year, still Succession. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's not good. Yeah. I just don't have the emotional energy for it. It's just too dark for you? It's not that it's too dark. It's just that it's like... Too emotionally dark for you. That's <clears throat> what you mean. No, no. I don't even think it's too emotionally dark. I think I don't have the time. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try to dedicate to feeling that like I enjoy it <clears throat> maybe maybe that you're yeah I'm being pedantic again yeah you're right <laughs> I don't have that emotional energy for it yeah I have to save my like you know emotional energy were you crying <laughs> when you were watching it I wasn't crying but it's like a lot yeah. So it's like it's political, but it's also drawing you in with like the, the yeah family, the family dynamics, and it is a political show. <clears throat> yeah, it's both commentary <clears throat> on the evils of an of of the Fox News yeah slash Disney sort of corporation yeah. that Waystar War Roy Cole is on the show. <clears throat> yeah, as well as um, do you think it's like supposed how, to have like a 
your family's racist relations, like your, your like like racist family dynamics. Is it supposed to be like everybody deals with their family and they're like no. all like they're it's about family dynamics. I don't know if it's necessarily about your family being your family being racist. No, it's not talking about. So, it. so you're not you're talking to the viewer. You're telling me that secession <clears throat> doesn't know that my parents are racist. No, I don't the writers, the writers. <laughs> oh, they do. They're thinking about you at all. No, <laughs> all right. They, they are. So, so they don't know my HBO Max. The reason the families, are, which is nigger, yeah, <laughs> nigger, fourteen words like the, like the top shooter, <laughs> nigger fourteen. Jesus Christ! Damn, that was dark. Yeah, that was dark. I did make a. Uh, uh, Top's trading card joke. I know you forget things after you said them yeah. <laughs> over the course of the day, but I recall everything I said over the course of the day, and then I bring it up at the I'm, end for the show. Do you do you do callbacks to like other people? Huh? Do you do callbacks like your show's a TV show or like your life's a TV show? From other people? Yeah. What like, do you mean? Like, do you do callbacks to from other, other conversations with other people? From other conversations and other conversations with, with new people? Other people? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> just for your own self? Yeah, for just, my own self. Just for... Yeah, I do bits to amuse me exclusively, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I like... Those are the best bits sometimes yeah. for you, for yeah. yourself. Like And jokes for me. Yeah, yeah, the best. Yeah. The best. And you can't explain them to anyone. You yeah. just look weird. Sometimes they don't work. And yeah. also you realize, why did I do that? That doesn't even work with any anybody here. Like, I want a cigarette. <laughs> Wait, none of these people know. They don't know why I don't smoke. This <laughs> bit doesn't work. I did that once. Was it? Did you take the cigarette? No. Oh, you just immediately killed the bit. Yeah, I was like, how the fuck did I do this? That's, I don't, these people don't know me. And that's why I've smoked smoke. three cigarettes in my life. Was from doing that bit. That you want a cigarette? Yeah. That you didn't really want one? Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't call back. Or I didn't, I didn't hold back. No, I'll just stop just, myself from doing something. I doubled down. Yeah. Um... No, uh, I I will say though all the cig- I was thinking about this recently. All the cigarettes I have smoked, like in whole, to all the boys, to all, wait, all those cigarettes <laughs> that Bobby has smoked. A uh, new series of uh, coming of age like teen romances uh, on Netflix. It's just me coughing for the next two weeks. Yes, yeah, you doing Chinese face. You are the you're the new protagonist of all the boys I've loved before. Um, they tape your eyes and you're the new t- you're, you're that teenage girl from that from the movie um, and you're also the girl from Kissing Booth same same actress yeah you're uh, what's her name Some, Sam King or something I don't I don't even know I think her name yeah, yeah I think her name's Sun King no clue Some Young King Some Young King <laughs> Some Young King I know I didn't say a Korean name I said what? <laughs> the Kissing Booth girl what's her name no Some Young King is uh, you know all no, no, that's the, that sounds uh, like a Korean it man. Does, it does. <laughs> yeah. but I was saying like some young king, like you're talking to a. So it's not S U M, U N G, U U Y Y U N G E Y U E N G, king. Yeah. No, in my head it was S O M E Y O U N G king. All right. Yeah. I was thinking like a, a you know Joey King. Black man. That's her name. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but, uh... Alright, so... All the cigarettes let's do this real quick. Worst cigarettes. Let's do this real quick. Is she cute? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's fucked up. Like, let is me, she cute? 
Let me see. And let me work an answer out. She's 22. That's... Uh, uh, just tell you her age. <clears throat> you know. Yeah, okay. You know her age. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> you know what's fucked? Bro, have you seen that QAnon documentary? No, I'm not, I'm not really interested in watching Have you ever, do you know the, have you ever seen... I see all these, I see all... But have you seen the the dude who founded 8chan? Yeah. The dude with, like, he's like a little person, he's in a wheelchair? No. Uh, you don't. I'm talking about that dude. No, I'm not. I don't really. He, she looks like him. Is the the fucking funny thing I was trying to say? Eight chain, eight chain founder. Who I want to say about? it's the dude who founded eight chain. Can't yeah. found. <clears throat> what are you talking about? Yeah, he created the forums. I, yeah. Oh wait, what? Wait, let me see. She looks like this dude. Yeah. Did he... How's he feel about HN now? Uh, he's not super pumped. Yeah. <clears throat> he, he, it's just like what happened with the guy who made 4chan, who yeah. also repudiated it later yeah. on. It's also like, I, I created a monster. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Jeez, these are just forums. Yeah. They meant no harm when they made them. Yeah. But then they just got taken over. Yeah. And then later on, they got to go, I, didn't, I don't know. I don't know. It's just like... But it's not, it's not like, because before we recorded, we saw a meme about Oppenheimer, yeah. who later on felt bad about helping create the the atomic bomb, but also, he knew he was making a fucking bomb, yeah, right? Yeah. You knew you were making a bomb. You knew, he knew he was making a bomb. Yeah, he, he knew he was making a bomb. Frederick Brennan and yeah. the 4chan dude, yeah. they were just making a form. Yeah. They just want to talk about anime. Well, so, so here's the thing. Uh, he made 8chan because shit was getting a little little too much on 4chan. Yeah. But his, like, whole thing was, like... I don't know. He, he's weird in the in the documentary, but, um... Like, there's a lot of, a lot of shit about, like, freedom of speech. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, they're, like... I didn't mean to drop my keyboard like that. Um, but at the same time, like, they didn't know what other people want to do with freedom of speech. Like, he was even, like, on websites, like, just getting into internet culture, because he had nothing to do. Yeah. And so, you know, he got, just like we did as teenagers, or I did as a teenager, you become desensitized towards yeah. terrible, terrible shit. And, you know, I think he's a victim of that, but he's gone he through to go this crazy. Patrick Brennan seems like he's gone through a lot. I'm just reading his yeah. Wikipedia page. Yeah. Not only the fact that he is... Um, <laughs> Uh, I don't know what, what he was like born with some like rare genetic mutation that causes him like not to grow properly yeah something like that yeah it said you know he was pretty much bound to the internet from the age of six is what he said yeah he taught himself the code in his first independent computer program at the age of 13 yeah <clears throat> when he was he's been an act he was a regular 4chan user when since he was 12 yeah Okay, he was born with osteogenesis imperfecta, brittle bone disease, which stunted his growth uh, and acquired him to use a wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, like, this is the worst story. Listen, this is, this is what happened to him. Uh, 
Okay, let me. I'm trying to read this. Okay, in January 2014, Brennan was robbed of almost five thousand dollars that he was saving up for a new wheelchair. When the suspect was arrested, Brennan went to the police station for a lineup. But when a bus did not come on the way back, he was left stranded in the snow and later had to be treated for hypothermia. Damn. Like the fuck? He got robbed of money for a new wheelchair. Yeah. Here. But when he was after he did the lineup, the bus didn't come and he was stranded in the snow. He got hypothermia. The fuck? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, to get we received a personal apology from the New York police commissioner. He um And then they frisked him afterwards because Giuliani was He wrote in 2014 supporting involuntary sterilization of people with similar severe inheritable genetic conditions. In the article, Brennan states that only the Daily Stormer, a white supremacist in the Nazi website, would agree to publish it. He developed the hatred, developed the hatred of his parents for his life of constant pain, stating in an article for Tortoise Media in 2019, I don't want to speak for everybody with a disability, but I hate being disabled, and I always have. He later became a Christian and ceased to believe in encouraging sterilization. In 2019, he considered having a child with his wife, but maintains he still believes in genetic testing for prospective parents with disabilities. He's going to do a lot, and his brain and his thinking process is going to do a lot, both bad and for good. Yeah. He used to, in the early 10s, used to be a libertarian, but also believes that the uh, libertarian is the reason why HN developed a terrible environment. Yeah. Which, yeah, it did. It, that's exactly In why. 2016, he supported Bernie Sanders. He's currently living in the Philippines since it is learning Tagalog right now. Hmm. <clears throat> um, I mean, you know, hey, at least he's coming out on the other side. Yeah. You know? Um, but I, I don't think you should force her. No, you shouldn't. You should force her. He agrees with that now. Any type. No, you shouldn't. <clears throat> but you should also, as a as a person, understand your responsibility in having children. Also understand quality of life. Yeah. And also get tested for your genetic mutations and anything that may happen. Well, he knows he has a genetic mutation. Exactly. That's why he said that shit. But well, he, I'm saying like everyone should. Yeah. When you're if you're planning on having children. Yeah. Uh, again, planning. You can't hold anybody who wasn't planning who got pregnant. You know. Yeah, so shitty to them. This nigga's Q. This nigga's the one that created the Q myth. Jim Watkins. This dude. Oh, that's who most people think is. Yeah, he doesn't know shit, but he's the one that's responsible for it. Yeah, more more than more. I think most definitely it's him. Yeah. All right, enough of that. Stupid shit in real life. Yeah. Um, but back to this movie, the Shakespeare movie. In which the dialogue is sometimes hard to hear. Yeah. Very much so. But what did you think? What did I think? Yeah. Of the film? Yes. <clears throat> so, I, and I know I've let, like, less things <clears throat> impact my rating before. Um, but I am not going to allow my, you know, ignorance or lack of understanding of Old English to influence my rating here. Visually? Yeah. I, and like, just... I don't want to even talk about it just visually. Altogether, I, I do believe this film, I would say about four. Yeah. On my scale. Yeah. 
I I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was visually stunning. Um, you, it's hard for me to feel the emotional impact. It's hard for me to feel the comedic impact of anything that I don't understand necessarily. Yeah. Especially, especially words that I understand being used in ways I don't understand them. Mm-hmm. Um, is the struggle I have, of yeah. course, with old English. Well, this is not old English. It's specifically iambic pentameter, Shakespeare style of okay. dialogue. It's not. It's not just. We're not hearing just Old English. When okay, you watch I, a Shakespeare play, you're specifically hearing what Shakespeare does. What is it called? Iamic pentameter. Iamic pentam- pentameter? Yeah. Iamic pentameter? You, we never in a class where the teacher... Oh, I've heard it. Told, told no, you that for sure. Over for sure. I just, like, I don't know. I need to see it written out. Yeah. To, like, but I... I just have a hard time with it. I always have. Yeah. It's one of those things I've never dedicated to learn. Yeah. I've dedicated myself to learn. I, you know, uh, um, it was fun watch. What I could understand of it, well, I, I understood most of it. And I, we, we didn't even explain the plot. We really didn't. We really got so distracted talking about so many other yeah. things. But the plot concerns, uh, yeah, where, where, where did we leave off on the plot? <laughs> so, Henry, Henry took over Richard. Richard II. Uh, and now Henry. And, and, he, and he got his, uh, Richard II's son, uh, in jail in Wales. Yeah. and uh, Because he knows... His cousins visited and were like, hey, let him go. And he let him be king. The Percys. Yeah. Um, what, what the Percys... The Percys lead the rebellion. Yeah, but what's the, the Percy dad's name? Percy dad was... Uh, Not Hotspur. Northumberland. Hotspur. Northumberland, yeah. And his son, Hotspur. Or yeah. Harry... Or Harry or Henry... Percy, uh, yeah. Yeah. So they want, of course, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? They want uh, Mortimer, Mortimer, the son of Richard II, as the actual proper king. Exactly. And when not only does he say that not only is he not the proper king and I'm not releasing him, go fuck yourself, get out of my kingdom, they, uh, this really pisses off. This really pisses them off, but it yeah. especially pisses off Hotspur. Yeah. Who got who got really hot about it. Yeah. <laughs> got yeah. really tight about it. Yeah. More like Tightspur. Tightspur? Oh. He, uh... So, they, he wants to lead a revolt. At the same time, we have, uh, you know, King Henry, the current king, who's dying. No, he's he's not dying until later on. Oh, okay. That's not, okay. That's after that's, the okay. battle. That's after the battle? Yes. So the battle is just against the revolt, right? Yes. Okay, so... Um, this is several plays put together. Okay. So those these things happened in different plays. The battle gotcha. happens in a different play. The stuff with... Uh, yeah, that, all that shit happens later on. So um, they have the battle for the revolt. Um... But Pal, the, but Pal the, the prince. I think the most important relationship and plot of the movie is the relationship between Hal, Prince Hal, uh, Henry, the king's son, yeah. the heir to the throne, uh, and his relationship with John Falstaff, <clears throat> Wells' character. Yeah. Um, and that relationship is just... Orson Welles. Yeah, Orson Welles. Orson Welles. <laughs> Orson? So you don't say Wells. some other yeah. fucking name. <laughs> so... Uh, Falstaff is sort of like a father figure to Hal in that he's a, a drunken mess 
just like Hal is. Well, uh, he he called him. There are several points where he calls him a misleader of youth. Yeah, he's insults him a lot. He clearly loves him, but he also has conflicted feelings. Yeah, because he's sort of bipolar towards him the entire movie. Who? Hal. Hal is towards Falstaff. Okay, okay. Because you could say the same thing about Falstaff. Falstaff. Yeah, Falstaff. So Falstaff. Yeah, no, I kept uh, fucked it up. There's uh, a lot of H names here. Falstaff is, I uh, I think he's, it feels less bipolar with Falstaff. I think he's just like, that's how he talks to people. Yeah, but he kind of fucks him over. Yeah, he's dirty, dude. Yeah. Yeah, he is dirty. He's a crook. He's a crook and well, a drunk. Well, he's just trying to make a make his ends. Yeah. He's just trying to you know. Yeah, but he's keep a dirty. Partying. He's a dirty crook. Yeah. Let's be honest. He's a dirty yeah, crook. Okay. He's a thief. Yeah. He's a drunk. He's going to act like a thief and a drunk. Yeah. And he just treats people kind of sloppily. Yeah. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Treats the lady who runs the bo- the Boar's Head Inn that he stays in all the time, calls her names. Yes. Just like on a moment's note, it's sweet to her. And then he doesn't pay her debts to her. Yeah. He's, he's rude. He's sweet to her, then he's rude to her. And there's no real rhyme or reason. I think Falstaff just treats people like shit. He's like casual, like casual like and it's not really like it doesn't feel and that, and that is how Hal treats him uh-huh. as well but there is a weird Hal switches between not meaning it where he just does it because that's just their relationship yeah. or he'll just like prank him he'll just rob the money he just stole yeah uh, and then give it back yeah but and then also going I will one day clean my act up yeah and I will reject you and I will reject all of this which eventually he does do mm-hmm. at the end of the movie. And it, it, I kind of felt towards the end of the movie that, like, Falstaff is a side of Hal. It sense. is a side of Hal. He's and rejecting a side of him. So, yeah. yeah, and he's kind of kind of saying goodbye Yeah, to that side of himself. And in the process, he, after his real father died, his father figure, yeah. Hal, dies because yeah. of his rejection. So they say. Yeah. Yeah. The movie pretty much states that he dies from broken heart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which his heart was broken from, you know. His son. Rejecting him, essentially. Yeah. That and the, you know, excess of being a a fat fuck. Yeah. This movie, and well, it's just Shakespeare's writing. Yeah. (laughs) Shakespeare loves this character. Yeah, but he'll shit on this character. He's like, he he, uh, he insists that you know this character is an old guy, and he's fat as fuck. <laughs> so many names. You fat gut. Yeah. You corpulent piece of shit. Just like no cursing really, but just yeah, like yeah. every other. Just the most articulate fat jokes about this. Yep. Man. Like, <laughs> and it's uh, I don't know. Um, I I guess it's funny because Orson Welles you know cast himself. Yeah. And wrote this with himself in mind, I'm sure. Orson Welles 
not the first time Orson Welles cast himself in his latter years as a fat, dirty man. Yeah. <laughs> Orson Welles was a man who was insanely talented. Yeah. In literally anything he did. When he went from the stage and the radio, then movies, knocked out of the park first try with, with Citizen Kane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And kept on doing the same. Yeah. Even it's, though it's hard to, literally it's hard to immediately after immediately after Citizen Kane, the studios, because he was so ambitious <clears throat> and because he was such a guy that, did, that wanted to do what he wanted to do with his movies, <clears throat> but he had to work within the studio system. Yeah. And he was so unwilling to like compromise with the studios. He was incredibly combative. Yeah. I get the sense from Sorson Wells, from what I know, what I've read, that he he could he probably could have had a good career for the studio system if he didn't want to if he didn't fight the studio at every yeah. possible time. And there's something to be respected about that, I think. Oh, for sure. But also I don't think I think there is a lot that's not respectable about Orson Wells. Oh yeah, there's a he was a mean guy. Yeah. He treated people terribly. Yeah. You can be a good artist and be a piece of shit. Yeah, he cheated on his wives and shit. Eh. Yeah. You know, a guy his age will take any action he can get, you know. His age and shape. He shouldn't. He has some pretty hot wives, guys. You don't really know. He's, All right. he's married to Rita Hayworth. Okay. You look up Rita Hayworth right now. Wait, Rita Hayworth, the fake, the fake white. Yeah. Uh-huh. Look around. Look around. You know Hispanic, what I'm talking about? Yeah, the yeah. Hispanic lady that yeah. you know, margarita. Yourself, yeah. His last name is Margarita. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's hot as fuck. Yeah. He's married to her. Oh damn. But was that pee money? Don't don't do it. Don't try to I'm force sorry. references. That's like the, the two things I know don't try, don't try to force Atlanta references. <laughs> oh the P oh shit, yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, for real though. Bruh. You need to be giving You think I'll be doing that if I have money? <clears throat> no, I think you should be like bruh, like you should be on Craigslist posting ads, getting that money. Like, bruh, like, I'm serious, man. You're mid-twenties, like, you know, I'm, you, could, you could pass, I think you're a twink. I'm not a twink at all. You're not a twink? No. Uh, you, 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 you don't shave, necessarily, so. Yeah. Is there a name for you? Is there a, you're an otter? I don't know. Um, I don't know, but I'm serious, man. You can make that pee money. Let's not get into sexual kink stuff. We don't need to get super. Bro, I'm just saying. Right. Well, we're do, we're gonna do sex bits. We're not. We're not gonna do this weird. I should prostitute my bit okay. every time. All right. Prostitute myself a bit. I mean, hey man, I'm just saying it's good money. Um, you like water? What'd you think of Orson Welles' performance as Falstaff? It was great. Yeah. It was lovely. He's a fucking talented actor. Yeah. But which also goes, you know, his theatric or his his work in theater, of course. Yeah. Um, he's got the voice. He does. <clears throat> he's got the big bols- bolstering voice. He had a crazy um, voice. Yeah. 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 He could most definitely. He could get very gruesome almost. Um, yeah, gravitas. Gravitas. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> very brooding, scary. If you wanted to be. But also joyous, as a fat man can be, uh, jolly. He um, he loved food. Yeah. And he was a big man in real life. These weren't pounds. What a fat suit or pounds he put on for a movie. I was gonna That's ask. Some of it did look fake. It wasn't. Some of it looked like they put a, like a pillow on him there to make it no stiffer. Pillow. He was a big. Dude. He was just that big. Yeah. Damn. And uh, <clears throat> I mean, they did. Like that one scene where he's going down the stairs. Yeah. And the inn. 
I think those walls are probably you know, like set walls. Yeah. So just to make it look like you got to come down the stage looking yeah. like that, like that. Um. And also the suit of armor, it's a very funny suit of armor. <laughs> it is. I hope somebody owns that somewhere. Yeah. I did a quick Google search. I couldn't find much. What if uh, what's his face? <clears throat> um. David Byrne had worn that and stopped making sense instead of the big suit. Would have been just as good, I think. Yeah. It would have been just as good, if not a little bit better. Yeah. Also, it'd be like a, another layer to the Talking Heads. Yeah. Because it'd be like, it's cool, like, it, it would be something David Byrne would own. Yep. If, like, if you didn't know him, you know, it sounds like something an eccentric guy like him would be into. Yeah. Also, I feel like if we I mean, what's the difference between that? being just autistic or... <laughs> and being a... An eccentric. Because David Burns is autistic. So. Um, I feel like if we approach David Byrne with the concept of that, he'd be all for it. Yeah. He would jump at the bit to put a bit on, on that Orson Welles suit of armor. <laughs> Bruh, I bet you can make it, like, you can make a small vehicle out of that. I want to I want to wear it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'd be fucking fun. Yeah. I wonder, I'm sure that you could probably buy, like, a suit of armor for, like, a bigger person, like, XL, like, plus size suits of armor. XL armor. <laughs> Triple hey, XL armor. I'm going to go to start going to stores and asking where the armor is. <laughs> go to Old Navy. Hey, where's your suits of armor? <laughs> suits of armor? Yeah. Not armor. Don't, don't ask about, like, body armor. Yeah. Or, like, anything about, like... Yeah. Like Where, where's your best. suits of armor? Where's your suits of armor? For like a chivalric knight, <laughs> you know? <laughs> a chivalric knight. Yeah. Uh, hey, chivalry's not that. Um, Jesus Christ. Chivalry. My stripper friend. Um, she is dead. <laughs> I, uh, I think it'd be fun. Like, you should go to a sheet metal place. Actually, that makes too much sense. Didn't making it. Yeah. Sweating. <laughs> well, can I help you? <laughs> what do you need, officer? <laughs> oh, you need the serial numbers filed off of this? Uh, I didn't see anything. I didn't see the money you're handing me. No. <clears throat> um, what What do you have in your notes? <laughs> um, really yeah, any notes you want to say? It's really just the plot. Um, oh, uh, when Falstaff gathers the men for his militia, are they slaves? No. They're just people that signed up? Just just extra men. That's what well Steph wanted. For some reason he wanted he wanted to be part of the war uh-huh. and he wanted to fight. And all his soldiers are just like dudes that are around. Nobody that nobody wanted. Sick guys. <laughs> There's a dude who trip says I'm diseased. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, was this like a draft situation? Like anybody? Let's like take anybody, yeah. Like in the kingdom, like yep. if you get if you're a male and you're in a kingdom. <clears throat> You, you serve. Yeah. Oh, and Falstaff okay. wanted his own little... Militia? Well, not militia. It's, not, it's called a... It's not militia. It turns out militia. It's like... A troop? I guess. I don't know. I don't know how knight shit works. No, it's not just knights. It's just like <clears throat> army stuff. What do, what do they call it? Platoon? Splatoon. No. Uh, squadron? Something like that. Yeah. It's, what? Whatever. He wanted his own little island of misfit toys for some reason. So, um, I noted, and this was just uh, me preemptively think, preemptively thinking, when Hal goes to see his father, 
<clears throat> right before he dies. I he when he assumed he was dead, I assumed he was dead. He takes the crown. He takes the crown, and then Henry dies. We're good. Yeah. Um, I just it just timed out. Uh, but I didn't. At, I at first I thought he was already dead, and he, it was like a convenient plot thing. And then he goes on to be alive, give a speech, and then die. Forgive his son. And then die. Yeah. Uh, which I guess is more Shakespearean. Yeah. Uh, Niggas love giving speeches right before they die. Yeah. In Shakespeare. Which I guess that's what... Have you ever seen a full production of Hamlet? No. Only full production of any Shakespeare has been Othello. That I've seen. Because it's the shortest of the tragedies? <clears throat> it was just the one that I actually saw. My, I was in a theater appreciation class and my... Uh, TA. They took you to actually see an actual movie. No, uh, it was... We had to go see was certain movies. Was it a movie ones. or a play? It was a play. Okay. It was a production. Um, but you had to go see one production. There were three productions during that semester. You had to go see one of them and like write shit about it. Yeah. Um, and since my TA was Othello... <clears throat> Your TA was, was Othello? Yeah. I went and saw it. His name was Othello? No, he, he played Othello. Oh. He was a teacher's assistant. And he wasn't. But, but he, he was wasn't, in the, he wasn't the character from the play. Not in real life, no. <laughs> he was, a, I, I believe, a Turkish he didn't, man. He, his, he could control his ambition. <laughs> his wife didn't be like, hey, hey, you gotta, you gotta do the craziest shit now. You just got promoted. You now gotta start killing niggas. The kid come king. He did, he did have a child. While he was our TA. And then his wife, like, killed that bitch. <laughs> but that lady was in N- Nashville, because he's from Nashville. Yeah. Um, and he was up in Louisville for That's what I call Nash- That's what I call some Nashville hot chicken. <laughs> okay. When you're what? Jesus. And then, uh, so, uh, he also doesn't how kind of free uh, how foul staff what of his banishment. At the end, no. isn't he like? No, oh. he banished him. No, but and he said, "If you fix your shit, if you clean up, yeah, then maybe." But no, he he tells dude right before he finds out that he's dead. He tells like his underling to free Falstaff. Yeah, I think they reverse reverse the banishment. Well, it was too late. Yeah, by then, yeah. Um, but I think that that was like a, you know, kind of a. He has the regrets for it. Yeah. But it should be dead. That side of him should be dead as well. <clears throat> he's got That a, is he's how the play country. feels, yeah. Yeah, it's a country. He's, he's got to run a country now. Yeah, he's got to... He's got to invade France. Yeah, this... what The, <clears throat> the play... The, the history plays were Shakespeare just writing the history for the victors. Yeah. It's what they really were. Yeah. And uh, there, there's some class issues that I thought were brought up interesting in some behind the fourth wall, a guy, a guy, formerly associated with uh, nostalgia critic of that guy with the glasses website, yeah, who may or may not be a fucked up guy, but I'm not, so I don't know, I don't, I don't, know, I don't know sure. anything about. I just heard some weird things. Probably who knows? Who knows? It's the internet. It's a weird place. Yeah, but uh, I give this film. I enjoy this. I, I'm a Shakespeare lover. Yeah, I love this, so I give this five stars. I'm not letting. Uh, 
My shakes, my lack of understanding of Shakespeare makes it difficult for me to see this, but I'm not rating that against it. Yeah. But I will say that does only allow me to appreciate this film. Yeah. At a four out of five stance. Gotcha. Um, had I be like, if I you know were to verse myself in more Shakespeare, watch yeah. more Shakespeare, understand things a little better. Also, upon watching this a second time, I feel as though I might like it a little bit more, but also I might not. Yeah. I really don't know on this one. There is a production of Hamlet. I'm going to make you watch one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say this film was stunning. Even its grotesque, gross shots of yeah. fucking uh, Orson Welles' fucking... An old man faces. Gross-ass nose. Yeah. His cancerous nose. Just old old man faces. Yeah. So fucked up. The high oh, contrast was a great choice. Yeah, in black and white, it. I think the black and white helps the medieval feel. Yeah, I mean, not only is it a good tactic to use if you're on a budget, but like, like fuck, man, like it makes you kind of feel. I don't know. It it feels almost like um, shit. What was the first fucking film we even watched for this project? Um, Joan of Arc. Oh yeah, Passion of Joan of Arc. Passion of Joan of Arc. It kind of feels like that. It feels dirty. It feels grimy. Yeah. Because of the black and white. Um, and I feel like if this was shot in color, I would have made a lot more Monty Python jokes. Yeah. Bring out your dad! Like... You probably would enjoy Kenneth Branagh's version of uh, Henry V. Why do you say that? I mean, it's essentially one of the plays that's depicted in this. Well, yeah, but why do you say that after what? It's in color. Uh, it's from, like, the late 80s, early 90s. But does it, it doesn't look like Monty Python? It's a little grimy on the, sometimes. With oh, the, okay. When it's portrayal of the... More so on the grime of the Middle, middle Ages? A little bit. You're talking to? Okay. Yeah. I did, I did really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's a fascinating one. Honestly, there's a lot to it. This is my first Orson Welles. Yeah. So, um, interesting. Maybe there's a couple more Orson Welles on the list. Well, yeah. not a couple more, with but they're going to make one more. With him in it or him just as director? In it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh? There's that. It's a fake. I'll consider one of the weird... It's a weird essay slash documentary film that he made. Uh-huh. It's going to be a lot life. of him talking. Huh? It's going to be a lot of him talking. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. About the what is what's fake, what's real. Uh, oh, that sounds fascinating. About, actually, and about his role as an artist and stuff like that. Yeah, it's also about him. It's it's. Well, he's gonna make it about himself. Yeah, this isn't surprising. Big narcissistic artist that's earned it. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, next week we'll probably be doing Godard for the Patreon. Godard. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna do Alphaville and Pyriel Lafau. I don't know. I'd have to see it. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. Um. Cool. This has been 2004 Podcast Odyssey. Uh, check us out. Um, I believe we're doing this one on YouTube. I'll make some time for it. Yeah, please. Yeah. This will be easy to Photoshop some shit for. So. I'm Javon Gordon. I'm Bobby DeBoer. Farewell. Fairly well. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.